What's good, everybody? You are now in the mix. It's your big dog kid, Six Shot Towns Finest, Carlton, your dig, and this is episode 73. And you guys are in the mix. What's good, my good brother? How you feeling? You know, I'm feeling decent on this here good day. Let's okay. get into it. You know, it's October. You know what I'm saying? Halloween month. It's officially here for those who like horror movies and whatnot. Did you get a chance to see Candyman? I seen Candyman. Okay. I seen Candyman, finally. Finally? I seen it. All right, what did you think? So, for one, uh, it looks like they're trying to franchise it. Okay. Spoiler yeah. alert. I hope I ain't spoiled it for nobody that didn't see it yet. Yeah, at this point, it, it, that, yeah, that joint you know, came out in what, August? Damn, it was like August. When is October? Look, yeah. if you ain't seen it by now, I mean, it's it's October, so it's a good time to catch up on it if right. you haven't seen it. But it does look like they're trying to franchise it, though, like I was saying. And, uh, I mean, if they do... They, I mean, they, they created a good enough storyline to yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where they, where they could do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was it was definitely insane. You know, I, I was just enjoying the good views of the city of Chicago in that mu- in that movie. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you feel me? All right. Now, what, what, what part of Chicago is that in? That's on the south side. That's the south side? Yeah, okay. Cabrini Green. This is, and this is the crazy part because uh, it did seem like they was trying to tie in, like, actual history into the movie, which I can appreciate because... Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that because Cabrini Green, they had projects. You know what I'm saying? They had like yeah. towers that they they tore the towers down. Uh Cabrini Green used to be like the worst neighborhood in Chicago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And literally they gentrified it. I want to say maybe it was probably less than 15 years later. Okay. Cabrini Green was the number one neighborhood in Chicago. Like it went from the worst to yeah. the best. Like no, no exaggeration. It went from the worst neighborhood in Chicago to the best neighborhood in Chicago. Damn. They literally tore down a project and put up million dollar condos. Like oh, wow. I like I remember it was like 2007. It was like the beginning of my senior year of high school, driving downtown mm-hmm. and or, or near going going downtown, but coming from, you know, the uh further south side. Right. And I remember seeing the signs and they was like coming soon. Condominium starting at nine hundred and like ninety thousand dollars. They dang. literally tore them down and put up million dollar condos. And it and it man crazy that gentrification for you man. It's crazy because when you when you think about it, like black people can own so much in certain spots. It's like you get upset when saying. white folks come around the hood and want to take stuff away from the hood, but it's like that could be your time to really like invest in that, like put Amen. something there, you know, for the hood. If you don't Amen. want white folks coming in and, and taking what's yours and the history behind it, why not put some, like why not put something Amen. there? Amen. Like come together collectively. Um, and they, I mean, they be trying that. It, it's I wish it was that easy though. Right, I know yeah, that for yeah. sure. Yeah, I really I, wish it was that easy because mm-hmm. they be making it harder. That's I got, true. I got, I got, I got something to touch on the topic of gentrification a little bit later too. Okay, you know All what right. I'm saying? We can, we can go ahead and do that. Good shop talk discussion. Um, before we continue our uh, horror film talking and Halloween month, man, shout out to our sponsors, Rich King Brand, and of course, Wine O'Clock. Shout out to the ladies over there, and shout out to the bro holding it down always with the good fits for Rich King Brand. And um, yeah, so you know, Halloween is coming out. It's pulling up on the fifteenth. You know what I'm saying? It's you know, up on um, could could this finally be a time where we see Michael Myers die, or are they just going to continue the storyline? Because this thing's been going on since 1978. 
I don't understand how this man continues to survive. The crazy thing about <laughs> it, the craziest thing about it is, it's like they, it's like they took. Remember, it was a whole storyline. It was mm-hmm. it was eight movies, and then they, re, Rob Zombie did his remake of it in yep. 07, and he dropped the second one in 09. And then they was just like, we about to just scrap Halloween's four, five, and six, because Halloween three didn't even have Michael Myers in it. And even even to an extent, they kind of scrapped Halloween two, and they just picked up from there like 40 years later. Yeah. Which, I mean, cool. You know what I'm saying? But it's just crazy. Cause you know Michael Myers, I told I, yeah the mixing is no. Michael Myers is my favorite uh, scary movie franchise, okay, the Halloween franchise. So I can appreciate it, but my prediction, I don't think, I don't think he's gonna be dead. I don't think they don't gonna, think so? even at the end of this one. I don't think he's gonna be dead. Uh, yeah, we gonna we gonna see, man. Cause... The only time I can believe he's gonna be, I gotta literally see like his head get destroyed. Like they gotta right. cut his head off or like. It has to be the right person because you know that that happened in Halloween H2O. I believe. But you remember how they did it though. Yeah. They was like it was a he he strangled some person out, then switched clothes with him. So she cut off the other person's head. Like so you're right. They gotta take the mask off of him, Mm -hmm. make sure it's him. (laughs) Right. Cut his head off or something, or accident, knife to the face or some shooting in the head with a shotgun. Something. I don't know. I seen some shotguns in this movie. Okay. And they was hunting him down. Like he was like, like. They should have been doing 40, 50 years ago. But we're going to see. Yeah, we definitely going to see for sure. Um, You know, it's a a good month. Homecoming season is here. No, shout out to Lincoln. Their their, their homecoming is next weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Just being home. Shout out to Bowie. They had theirs over the weekend. It was pretty dope. Um, Just good vibes over the weekend. Um, So, yeah, man, you know. Feel me. Uh, we get, but we're gonna dive in because you know we got what you mixing up, of course. Then later on, like I said, we got uh, some shop top and shop talk and shout out to uh, one of our mixers doing weird. So what we're going to be doing moving forward, uh, come next year, um, we're gonna be doing shop talk submissions. All right, since we mentioned in you know next year, uh, and the mix is looking to do a little revamping. Um, so unfortunately, mixers. October will be our final month of pre-recording, but we'll be coming back in January, and we'll be having some um, some dope topics for y'all. We'll be doing things a little bit differently, um, and y'all definitely going to like it. You know, we, we always appreciate the feedback, and we are listening to those um, who provide us with feedback. So just know um, we're taking all that in and adding that into the revamp, and I, I ain't going to front. Y'all, y'all going to like what we got in store for y'all, man. And give me um, y'all a good sneak peek real quick. Like, you know, yeah. this, this is exclusive news right here. That's a whole fact, you know man. So get ready to look forward to that. And um, not next week, but the following week, we also have, you know, a surprise guest joining us as well. So y'all have a lot to really look forward to, man. And again, we appreciate the feedback as always. And don't worry. These next few months will fly by and we'll be and we'll have y'all back in the mix in no time come January 2022. It's crazy that we're really about to head into 2022. Yeah. Like that's why. It's fourth quarter. Right. You know what I'm saying? For all the mixing is out there, it's the fourth quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. Treat it like you Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? So you can start this new year off, 
You know what I'm saying? Hall of Fame, everything. That's a whole fact. Do what you got to do. Whole fact, man. So um, we're going to kick things off with uh, news for y'all, as always. And um, it, it's sad, man. So um, this is actually Philly news, what took place last week. Um, so a father and his daughter were driving and um, got in the middle of a crossfire of a shooting and um, guy's daughter got hit in the back and he didn't realize it until she, you know, said to him, you know, daddy, I, I feel a burn, a burn in my yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, man. That's sad. You know, um, being an innocent bystander, you're just trying to drive, whether you're going to go get something to eat or just head home. And you get hit with crossfire, you know. Um, it's sad, man, especially middle of the day. It's just like, damn, y'all, y'all have nothing better to do. Nothing better to do. They having shootouts. And the craziest part about this stuff, too, man, I always say, because, you know, it's the um the street code, mm-hmm. of course. If you got something going on where you might end up shooting or whatever the case might be. You're not supposed to do that around innocent people. There's a method to the way that you're even supposed to do that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, if you're just out here shooting, you got innocent people in the crossfire, that's how you make everything worse anyway. Cause, right, cause right. Because on top of that anyway, if you're trying to be gangster like that, it's mm-hmm. not gangster to, like, not hit your target. If that's That you part. Know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... it's it's not gangster to to just be shooting all out in the open and stuff like that. If you if you really about that, then you mm-hmm. go up and do what you trying to do, whatever to the person directly. Like it's just ridiculous. And even if you talk to old. the real OGs, they even they yeah. even preach that. They preach that. They preach that. And then and then at thirteen, you could have took this thirteen year old's life. Right. You know what I'm saying? At thirteen, Jack, just imagine if 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 the bullet would have been like an inch. In any other direction or something mm-hmm. like that, it could have been way worse. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. And that way, and that that would have been, you know, hard on a father to have yeah, to, man. you know, bury his 13 year old daughter, just because y'all stupidity out there and want to just be shooting at each other. It's crazy. It's really crazy, man. It's 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 frustrating and it's also sad at the same time that you have folks out here who are quick to pick up a gun instead of. Just boxing it out, yeah, something, man. You could. It's 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 other ways to deal with it, right? You know what I'm saying. And even and like I was just saying, even if you don't think it is, there's still a better way than to just be shooting in the public with you when you got innocent people in the crossfire. Mm-hmm. On, yeah, it's it, it's sad, man. And um, moving on with more sad news, which is crazy and it's wild because last week when we were talking about this. See, you had you had mentioned um, about the guy who you know um, was listed as uh, you know someone of interest who had something to do with the missing the mis- body yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. of Maya Masano, um, who and he and they found him dead, which See, was suicide, su- suicide, suicide. I mean, you had mentioned, and of course, someone does something like that. That means. They they took that person's life, and it's sad because um, it's been reports that um, the body that's been found is the body of Maya Masano, um, which is sad. You know, nineteen years old, didn't even you know haven't even been able to you know see the rest of the world, the rest of her life, all because this man could not take rejection, which is. Which is so crazy to me. I I, I never really understand 
Because, like, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it in person. I know I've seen it in person. I've seen the reactions of, of men and, and how they handle rejection from Man. women. And it's just like, no matter what, and even, you know, if the woman is polite about it, because you also have some women who are a little aggressive. And I get it. You know, sometimes some men do the most and it it, it triggers them. It makes them damn, become damn. so aggressive. When, it's just like, damn, you just can't handle no. There are other women out there who might not tell you no. Just because this one person says no doesn't give you the right to take their life or, or try to do more to them. And the, and the worst part about it, too, is that, like, not only was this like a passive aggressive reaction to him not being able to take rejection, mm-hmm. but he was the maintenance man at her apartment complex. So it was like he has access to get right. in and out of her spot. And the worst part about it is Which that is even scarier. That's 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 terrifying because you know what I'm saying, it's it's too many women out there that like, you know, live alone, they mm-hmm. don't have weapons, you know, right. they 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 harm this for the most part. And they don't wanna have to be put in that predicament where they might have to do something that crazy just yeah. to defend themselves, and then and then on top of that, the this was the wildest part to me about this whole situation. Aside from the fact that you know a life was lost, but it was how many women have similar stories. Mm-hmm. Like I was seeing women talking about it, and and you know they was like people were tweeting about it. They was talking about situations that they had similar to this, like being followed home or being like ha- having hands put on them because they rejected somebody. Right, and even. Uh, I seen another story where it was a, a I think a trans woman and the, uh, and the maintenance man was like contacting her was like yeah you know like I'm I'm coming to your I'm coming to your uh, to your apartment or something like that and he was like I'm going to call the police and then the trans woman called her landlord and the landlord was like yeah if this if you know that person contacts you again or if mm-hmm. they actually show up to your apartment actually do call the police because I fired him a long time ago. He what shouldn't even f- be contacting anybody and he shouldn't have access to anybody's apartment anymore. So wow. it's like, it's like, come on, man. Yeah, it's crazy. And and I mean, women, women fear a lot of men so much that like, because of the outcome that they may fear will happen to them, they give their number to somebody. And if that person texts them, they'll like block their numbers. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's just like, damn, bro, like you should be able to just be like, okay, you know what? That's cool. Move on. Go to the next person. You know, it should never, it should never lead you to want to cause harm to someone just because your corny ass can't handle rejection. Come on, man. It's somebody just, else out there, man. It's really wild. It's really, really wild out here, man. Um, moving on to some more wild news, but I, I wouldn't, I would just say um, the number is is insane, but it, it, growing up, if you've all you know heard about um, what takes place, you know um, at Catholic schools and whatnot, then you you wouldn't be surprised. But the number that was reported is insane. So um, there was there's been a report. Um, that says more than 200,000 children faced sexual abuse from the French from the French Catholic clergy. I'm not surprised. Over 200,000? Like that is insane. I'm not surprised at all. That's insane. 
Because that means, like, I'm sure stuff like this has been going on for so long. Yeah. And then because of it being, like, you know, the French Catholic clergy, Mm -hmm. it's so easy to sweep it under the rug because people are going to look at that like they would never do something like that. Right. Which Which is the absolute worst, the absolute worst thing that you could even, like, imagine. Mm-hmm. Something like that, like people like that, you know, like you're not you're not gonna be expecting them to do nothing like that anyway. Yeah. Then the fact that they've been doing it in two hundred, that's an astronomical, ridiculous number. That's right. insane. Yeah, that that that's that sounds insane, bro. But on top of that, too, it's like you've heard you've heard stories about, um, you know, what takes takes place at you know Catholic churches or right. schools, right? And you know, you have folks. It's like. It's pretty much how some folks really treated R. Kelly's situation. Yeah. Like, you either believe it or you don't believe it type of thing, right? That's but this proof, number that is. is crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, all of the proof be right there, and people right. are trying to say whatever they're trying to say. And two, that, that kind of number, how can you, what can you do about that? Like, come on, man. Over 200, that, that, that means like any, like you're just doing any kid every single day at this point. And it, and it's recurring. It's, and then it's almost like they're like training them to mm-hmm. not say anything about it. Yeah. Because that 200,000 plus number is like, you've been doing that over like generations. Mm-hmm. Like. So now it's like you 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 really destroying these these children's minds and yeah. making them think that this is okay what they're going through. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And the craziest part about it is that they clearly had no care in the world because... With a number like that, how do you think that at some point you're not going to get caught? You know you, what I'm saying? You like, have a problem. That's insane. And that's a sick problem at that. Man, listen. They need to burn. I'm not going to lie. Some of these parents are good. Because I tell you what. <laughs> you hear me? I tell you what. Something like that happened to me. Man, listen, I'm telling my wife, look, I love y'all. Now I'm going to just leave it at that. Because, nah, you're not about to cause any type of harm, anything to my family. That that That's just a no-no. That's a dub on that one. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Nah, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it, man. Now, here's a crazy story. Right, because again, last week this discussion was also had, and we were also giving high praises to these women, right? And it's not to say that all of them were doing it, right? But it would make you think, like, damn, if this one person got caught doing it, are there others out there doing it, right? Yeah. So, um, a Michigan nurse got caught stealing and selling vaccine cards. Um, on Facebook. One, why would you even be that dumb enough to go on Facebook to sell this shit? Two, why would you even risk your job and to think that you would not get caught doing something like this? Like, that's so stupid. Because, for one, you know what I'm saying, granted the times that we in, this ain't, like, it's like, it's the time to do that, but it's also not the time to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but for you to do it on Facebook 
It's like, bro, you was trying to get caught. Mm. You was trying to get caught. You can't be that stupid. And then now this is an eye opener for everybody everywhere else because now they they finna have the uh, scope on everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is which is good. You know what I'm saying? Because why are you why are you faking like a vaccine card? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then for there to be medical practitioners that's helping people get them, now they gotta make it. You know what I'm saying? Even it's, for the people that's actually that actually get the vaccine and need to get one, it's gonna be even harder for them to like get one the right way right. because they about to put more restrictions on what you need to mm-hmm. do to get one because they see that clearly it's not that hard for you know the nurses and stuff like that to give away fake ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 just making everything worse. Like, come on. That shit is just. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I feel like COVID in general, but more so like the vaccine itself. It really has a lot of folks just acting and doing things a little differently. Some might be doing things in a in a, in a better manner, but others is just like stupidity coming along with that. Right. Um, it's just cra- it, It's really crazy. It, it, it's kind of like you have folks really beefing over this as well. Like you have the vaccinated folks who might be beefing with the unvaccinated folks, and it's it's really insane. And it's just like, damn. Yeah, man. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. You have folks that will penalize you for not having the vaccine. You'll have folks penalize you for getting the vaccine. Um, And it's crazy because you have folks going back and forth at each other's necks, but you never really see the ones out there talking about like stuff like this. You know, the ones who are actually, you know, faking as if they have it and actually passing them out to folks to make it seem as though they have it and they don't. And it's just like, y'all, y'all, y'all focus so much on who has the vaccine or who doesn't have the vaccine, but like, you don't never really see anyone talking about the ones out there who are faking like they have the vaccine and just passing them out and making money off of folks who might want, you know, might want the card. Oh yeah. yeah, let me yeah, get that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, I, it's I it's crazy. I ain't, I ain't really, I ain't really fucking around. Yeah. Uh, I really don't know, bro, what... Yeah. It's, it's, it's too many battles being fought here. Mm-hmm. With that, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Right. Before, uh, before you before you go to the, to the, uh, to the next topic, real mm-hmm. quick, I got I to gotta add this in there real quick. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Just, I just seen this sometime last week. Okay. And so, apparently... U.S. police killings were undercounted by more than 17,000 over the last 40 years, a new study found raising questions about the racial bias of medical examiners and their role in obscuring the real extent of police violence. Mm. Now, you know I had to bring that up. Yeah. Because we already know the type of issue, mm-hmm. police violence in this country, especially with black people. Right. And the fact that it's been undercounted by more than half over the last four decades shows the extent to which they will go to try to make the police look like they're not out here doing a terrible job. Yeah. Imagine imagine there being 17,000 deaths at the hands of the police 
and them trying to act like it's not. It's already terrible at what it already is, what yeah. we know it to be, without that 17,000. Then you add the 17,000 on top of that. And then people really still think that this police institution is something that can be reformed and not something that needs to be abolished. This is what I'm talking about. You're literally trying to paint a picture like you're not out here like messing everything up. Mm-hmm. Even though it's still obvious that you are. And we yeah. just found that we just finding out that the painting the picture is actually much worse than we thought it was. Right. Which we didn't even think it could get any worse. And that's just that's just like a number today. Like right. could you yeah. yo, could you really imagine them going going back years, years, years ago and really like adding all of that, like totaling that up together? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But I know that number would be insane. And it's and it's even worse because we gotta understand, like, we talking lives here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Every last one of these lives is just important, just as important as the other one. Right. So it's people out there, it's families out there, we don't even know who. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the craziest part about it is that that's 17,000 lives. That means that that would be 17,000 different cases to figure out, like, yeah. each one of these different specific situations. And over four decades, as diabolical as the police is known to be, ain't no telling what kind of situations that they were in that they was using mm-hmm. to cover up the fact that they killed somebody. You know what I'm saying? It could have been so many situations, man. Yeah. It's, and But they still want to give the police more money. They still want to give them more resources. They still want to give them more guns, more weapons, more power. When they're the main ones, that's, that's, that's causing all of this. What I call it? The United States of Embarrassment? Yep. And they uh, slave patrol, aka the police. Man, oh man. Um, and then more news. So yesterday, um, as you all know, which which happens down there every month or every other month, of course. Um, Instagram yet again went down. Uh, but this time Facebook joined and oh, yeah. WhatsApp. Oh yeah. And Mark. Zuckerberg, 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 excuse me, Zuckerberg, however you pronounce his last name, goddamn. Rich as fuck. Um, right, right. Lost seven million, excuse me, seven billion in hours. Seven billion dollars. Yeah, because it was down for hours. And it, the funniest part about it, though, is that, you know what I'm saying, for my, for my frequent Twitter users out there, mm-hmm. you know, We've seen an influx of outsiders, you know what I'm saying, pulling up on us. Word. They don't even go here. Even Twitter had fun with it. The actual Twitter account for Twitter was having fun. It was just like, you know, hello again, like everybody. How y'all, how y'all feeling? Where y'all been at? Right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, that stuff don't happen over here on these parts. Yeah. He lost billions of dollars, though. The craziest part about it is I'm pretty sure he probably made some of that back. As soon as mm-hmm. the service went right back up. Yeah. And for the, it was some people out there that I'm sure if they was quick enough, they probably bought some uh, Facebook stocks or something like that. And they probably made a little bit of money off of that. But it's just mm-hmm. hilarious though that we kind of seen the world, like at least half the world, lose their mind yesterday. Oh, yeah. When Facebook and IG went down, people ain't know what to do, which is hilarious. Yeah, I think it, it. I think it really goes to show that like you really have some folks who are truly addicted to Instagram or Facebook, yeah. who actually may need that. 
I think I think the only platform that would make me like be bored or be like, damn, is Twitter. Because Twitter is comical for me. Like I could get on Twitter and every day I'm just gonna I'm gonna find something and I'm gonna just laugh at it. I love Twitter. Twitter is just like a fun place to go to and just enjoy yourself. Right. Oh, um, you experience no issues on there. Like, and it's just it, it's fun. Twitter is love. If we were to lose Instagram and Facebook, and I I barely be on Facebook anyway. If I was to lose like Instagram, I'm gonna be okay. Because Twitter is where it's at anyway. Like Twitter is fun. Because awesome, that's what you gotta understand about Twitter, man. Twitter is just about as real as it gets because yeah. it's not that much you can facade because you have to use your words. Mm-hmm. You can fake a lot of stuff with pictures. You can fake a lot of stuff with video. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And and with Twitter, you can't really fake the funk with them words like that. Because people gonna call you out. Yeah, and and they, you know, it will be it's a whole lot of discourse going on on Twitter about a whole bunch of nonsense all the time anyway. Yeah. So the same people that might think they cool on a gram and Facebook might not necessarily be the same kind of cool on Twitter. It's a different, it's a different monster when you're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's never not been entertaining. It's always been entertaining. Right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how I feel about Twitter. It's the number one. Number one social media app for the for the for the for your men's right here. Hell yeah, man. Reddit. Reddit is funny. Reddit is very clutch too, as a matter of fact. You know what I'm saying? Cause you can like, I ain't gonna lie. I done pulled up plenty of football games, plenty of uh boxing matches and all of this stuff like that from all mm-hmm. Reddit. Reddit is Reddit is Reddit is actually clutch. I'm still say Twitter over Reddit though. But I but I rock with Reddit. Yeah, Twitter is where it's at. I might have to check out Reddit. I might have to check that one out. Moving on to some sports, ladies and gentlemen. Cause you know we do have a new top 10 rankings. And um Start with it. We will start with the rankings and then we'll we'll catch up on the games over the weekend. And of course, you know, my, my prediction I had uh, was, was all bad. All bad. So Alabama still ranked number one. Georgia, number two. Iowa. Iowa, ladies and gentlemen, ranked number three. Penn State is ranked number four. Cincinnati, number five. Oklahoma, number six. Ohio State at seven. Oregon who was last week ranked number three, drops to number eight, Michigan at number nine, and BYU at number 10. Now, last week I predicted Arkansas would be a surprise upset over the Georgia Bulldogs. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, Arkansas didn't Boy, even they beat, didn't even score. They didn't even score. They beat the sleeves yeah. off Arkansas. I, I I thought it was going to be a close game, a field goal by Arkansas to win the game. I was trying to I, I I had a little hope. I'm like, you know what? That's going to be the surprise team. I know how Georgia can get at times. Like I know how some of these teams can get. But nah, you know what? Thirty seven was it? Thirty seven zip. Yeah, beat the dog shit. I'm not going to lie. Out of Arkansas. Look, Georgia, Georgia is looking tough. Georgia is looking, is looking tough. Good. They're looking tough. Arkansas, y'all, y'all did me wrong. I, I, I had high hopes for y'all. I'm like, you know what? So we know they're not in the top 10 no more. Yeah, nah, not at all. 
Not at all. They didn't even score. I don't even know if they're gonna be in the top twenty. I don't know. I think they. I think they dropped down. I, they're they're in the top fifteen. They're okay. in the top fifteen. Okay. okay. But they did drop though. They did drop. Um, you know, and I think I think that. They're somewhere in between um, top 20. I'm going to say they're in the top 20. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they might be like 15, 16-ish, maybe 17. I'm saying, man. Yeah. You I mean, get you get the sleeves beat off you yeah, like that. Yeah, it was ugly. Different. It was ugly. But what happened with your Oregon boys? Man. What happened, bro? These. Because I know you had faith in them. I had faith in them. And the crazy yeah. part about it is, when I was watching the game that week before, I forgot who they was playing, but it was close. And it was another unranked squad. And mm-hmm. it was close. But you know, when you that highly ranked, because they was number three. When you that yeah. highly, when you that highly ranked, and these unranked teams is coming that close to beating you, certain unranked teams is gonna push that motor as much as they can, and they might pull it off. And I gotta give, I gotta give a shout out to Stanford, because you know, Stanford is one of those teams that like, you know, some some you, you catch Stanford on some good years, they're gonna be ranked. Yeah. So that's even in true. the years when they not ranked, they still got that same culture going on over there where mm-hmm. they might sneak up and beat one of these teams. And clearly they thought it was sweet over there in Oregon. And they lost. And it was a, it was an overtime ill. Yeah. But the fact that you was ranked number three in the country mm-hmm. and you let the game get that close with an unranked team. You're supposed to prove that point. And they didn't prove that point and they took that L. So I, I'll tell you this, right? There's few teams out there who I know that will, no matter what, always somehow surprise me to either get as high of a ranking as they start off the season and then end up just blowing it, right? Right. Texas, and Texas is my favorite college football team. I don't think I, anyone knows that or I've ever, like, Said it to anyone, but yeah, Texas is my favorite college football team, right? Texas always disappoints me every single time. Every single time. I have not been happy with the program since they beat USC. Damn, that was, what was that? Old that was 05. Yeah. Like 05, 06. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> And every single time, bro, Texas will find a way to get punched in the mouth by an unranked team. And they will fall to like, they could be in the top 10, top 15, and they'll fall out of the rankings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, what's wrong with y'all? Oregon. Oregon will always be that team that like you would see in the top five, top 10 somehow. They'll lose to an unranked team they like they did over the squad. weekend, they and it's just like out. yo. And they still what 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 what's they ranking now? Like nine to ten? They, are they still they're at right, Oregon? They nine, right? Nah, they're number eight. Number, number eight. eight. Okay, okay. Michigan's number nine. Now Michigan is a team that I know will get bumped out of the top ten. Michigan now that that coach Harbaugh over there always finds a way to have a disappointing season at that university. Oh yeah. yeah. How he still has a job there, I do not know. Well, I do know because he's white. Because if that was a black head coach, there you go. He'd have been gone. He would have been gone. His ass would have been done. Hell yeah! After one season, one season. But yeah, those programs, man, I, they just never seem to. Di- 
Oh, and Miami. Anytime Miami becomes ranked, gets in the top 10, yeah. they will always, as soon as you hear that talk of, oh, yeah, the U is back. They've been fighting to get them to get the, to get get them days back. Man, listen. With the U. Them days is over with the U. I'm going to just say that. Them days is over with, man. Um, but we do have some good matchups to look forward to. All right. And um, some, some key matchups to look forward to. So you have number six, Oklahoma. Taking on number twenty one Texas, that's going. That's the that's the Red River Valley. Uh, that's the Red River Battle. So that's going to be a good matchup to look forward to. Uh, do I see Texas winning this game? <sighs> they just it. they just got back in the rankings. I'm gonna yeah, just say that yeah. because they were knocked out and then they got back in. And Oklahoma been playing very well, right? Um, so we'll see. Oh, Arkansas is number 13. Okay. So they're ranked number 13. They're taking on uh, number 17, Ole Miss. And then Georgia's taking on number 17, Auburn. That's going to be a good matchup. And then you have I'm number four. Game, yeah. Because I like you, Auburn. Yeah. But I like Georgia too. And then you have number four, Ooh. PSU, Penn State, taking on number three, Iowa. That's going to be a good matchup. And... I see Iowa winning that game. I can see Iowa winning that. I'm going to say by a touchdown. Last I week I said by three. I'm going to say by a touchdown. If I come back here next week and Iowa gets spanked, I'm going to be pissed. I need my predictions to somehow be a little bit close when it comes to the college football, man. But, yeah, those are some uh, key matchups to look forward to this weekend. If you have time and you just want to kick back and watch some college football. Now, moving on to the NBA, because we all know the topic at hand has been, of course, the vaccine. And you have certain players who plan on uh, not getting that vaccine. Now, if you're an NBA player and you don't get that vaccine, we already know it's at stake. Uh, You won't be able to play in any of the home games, and you'll also be fined. Yeah, it's certain states. Like in New York, you can't play. In the state of California, it's the same way. Mm -hmm. And and the, the thing about it is... It's not a uh, it's not a fine, but they don't get paid for that. Yeah. So the yeah. boy Kyrie. Go ahead and drop them numbers, see? Go ahead so, and drop them numbers. For every game that he misses, he would be missing out on $381,000 for every game that he misses. That's just for one that goes to show you how much money this man really makes, because it's a lot of freaking money. But that's how much he would be missing per game. And um, the the craziest part about it is that because he plays for the Brooklyn Nets, that's half the season right there that he would be missing. So that's mm-hmm. half of his half of his income that he would be making from his contract. And then that's not even including the money he would miss from the other states that also have that same mandate. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, in the state of California, in the state of California, they have the Clippers, they got the Lakers, yep. they got the Warriors. They got the Kings, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's that's four teams right there already. So that's another, you know what I'm saying? That's that's at least four more games on top of that because the other four of those games will be in Brooklyn. But, I mean, damn. And it's, it's crazy because I see both sides of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I understand the whole, you know, get the vaccine, you know, because he could be better off. But I also understand his decision if he doesn't want to or doesn't feel that he should have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially if 
herd immunity is the thing, especially if, you know what I'm saying, uh, he can still be around these people. Like mm-hmm. they still they still letting people be around him to to a certain extent. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? What what's the what's the difference between him being on the court with these people and then not being able to be in practice facilities with him or right. being able, I don't I don't know. I don't know too much about how they trying to actually make this whole thing look. But I guess we're gonna see how this pans out. Cause the mm-hmm. 381 uh Dennis, was it was it Schroeder? No, 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 my bad, not Dennis Schroeder. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, for the Golden State Warriors, he was going through the similar thing mm-hmm. over there in uh, in San Francisco and Oakland, and he was talking about it. He ended up getting the vaccine. Yeah, and he said, <laughs> "I think he tried to use some type of yeah. religious belief." It was like it was like something like that, and it didn't work. But then when he ended up getting it, and they asked him what influenced his decision to get it, he said, "Well, it was either get the vaccine or not play in the NBA." So it was just that easy. And here, I guess he'll see how his body is in the next ten years. Yeah, we gonna we gonna see. We, <laughs> we gonna see, man. Oh man, but um, some 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 good news here. So, Powell Gasol announced his retirement. Shout out to that legend that is Powell Gasol. That is a whole fact. You know what I'm saying? I can I can. Do you see his jersey being retired in L.A.? They announced it. So they the Lakers with the Lakers will For retire sure. his number. For sure, for and sure, he deserves. He deserves. Oh yeah, he deserves it. Man. That's definitely what's up, he man. Um, you know, I he came, won two rings with Kobe. That was they, his. That was his right hand man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they had a very, very special bond. A very, very special that bond. That was his right hand, and I and I rock with that so much too, mm-hmm. because my whole thing with Powell, ever since they made the trade, they traded his brother. His brothers. They traded Mark for Powell. And you've seen the evolution of Pau Gasol's game. Yeah. Like, literally. I remember when they traded they traded him during the 08 season. That was the season when Kobe was MVP. Mm-hmm. And they sent Mark to Memphis, and they sent Pau to L.A. And you a Lakers fan, so yep. you've seen this. And Pau, he was kind of soft at first. Bro. I'm not going to lie. He was soft at first. And then Ooh. in that finals, when they played the Celtics, he had the, ba- he had the bang down there with Kevin Garnett, Big Baby Davis, Kendrick Perkinson. Big some they, they some big guys down there. Mm-hmm. But as as with everybody should be doing with their game, you have to elevate. Yeah. Kobe pushed that man to that limit to elevate. And he excelled. He came back. They won a chip the next year, but when they had to see the Celtics again in 2010, mm-hmm. he was down there banging with them. Like they couldn't, they couldn't bully him no more the same way. And then they ended up beating him. They ended up beating him. And you know, I gotta, I gotta uh I respect that. You know what I'm saying? I respect stuff like that so much. And then, you know, Powell had a he had a short stint with the uh with the Chicago Bulls too. Yeah. And I love watching that. You know, at that point, I was like, you know, everything he taught. And this is how you know if playing with somebody can actually make you better. Because mm-hmm. you know how they like, oh, such and such played with this player and he made them better, but then when they're not playing with him no more, they suck again. Yeah. This is how you know if playing with somebody actually made you better. When you're not playing with them anymore. And you still play well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like you've seen everything he learned playing next to Kobe in LA. And he translated that in Chicago, was still averaging a double double, was still an all star. And he still made our team good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He was a great piece that fit in there. He made it happen. And you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Powell, man, for real. Hell yeah, man. And then, uh, <laughs> so while we were on the discussion of, um, you know, the vaccine and whatnot, 
the ladies on the view uh had something to say about um you know lebron not encouraging people to get vaccinated so i'll play a, i'll play the clip for those who might you know might have missed it then catch it so this is a a clip from lebron um, to do what they feel is right for themselves and their family and things of that nature. Um, I know um, that I was very skeptical uh, about it all, uh, but after doing my research and things of that nature, I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but for my family and for my friends. But as far as speaking for everybody and their individualities and things that they want to do, um, I don't feel like that's my, that's not my job. To keep that to, so, uh... to, keep that to a private thing. Look, when you have a public platform, when you are a public person, really... It's a privilege, but it's also a responsibility. Yeah. And privacy doesn't come along with all of the privilege that comes with being a public person. You're earning a ton of money. You've got fans. People follow you. People love you. It's the conversation we had about Nicki Minaj. Yeah. When you have a public platform, it's because people love you. Yeah. And people support you. And people pay to see you. And people tune in to see you. You have a responsibility to those people that made you to share what you know and to try to get them to do the right thing. So I'm sorry. You know, I wish we had private lives. We don't. We ha we are public people with a lot of privileges, and that's the responsibility to keep that. I did that he said that just because he has such a large platform. And I, 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 I try to go back to the law, you know, and, and I think America, in America, we talk about the personal freedom so much because it is really the foundation of our country. But what we have to realize is that as citizens, you know, because we we do prioritize individual freedom, but we don't have the right to harm our colleagues and our colleagues' families yeah. with that individual freedom um, comes that great responsibility. So you're right, LeBron, to, um, you know, a healthy life is not greater than another person's right to um, a healthy life. And and that's really the message that I think needs to <laughs> I needs think we all agree out. on this one. I did that he said. Now. See, would you like to would you like to touch on that first or so this is my whole thing because I hate I hate it's it's like it's like a couple levels you gotta break through mm -hmm. to get to the point of this whole thing. Wasn't it not too long ago they were telling LeBron to shut up and dribble? Mm -hmm. Now they want him to be an advocate of telling people to get vaccines. And Understanding that there is a certain responsibility that comes with having a following, you know what I'm saying? Because I did hear the Nicki Minaj comparison thing. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing about that is that if it's one thing that you could have learned from the Nicki Minaj situation is to not speak on shit that you don't know about. Right. And then LeBron's logic was even more perfect because it was like, I'm not going to, you know, give opinions on what people should do with their bodies. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, with that being the case, it's like, how in the world are you upset with him for not telling people to go out there and get them? Now, now you want him to do more than, you don't want him to shut up and dribble. Mm -hmm. Now you want him to be an advocate for what people should be doing with their own bodies and all like, come on, man. Yeah. It just it just doesn't make no sense. And then you uh, you you mad with him. Like he, did, like, he didn't do something he was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Now, here's... Here's... Again, here's where I'm just sitting back thinking, and I'm just like, yo, why do you all want... It's kind of like, why do you all keep looking at 
celebs to be the voice for everyone. Um, again, his response was perfect. He because if he encourages someone to get the vaccine, yeah. and if something goes wrong, then it's always oh, LeBron's fault. He encouraged everyone to do this, and now look at what happened. Right? Um, people are going to do what they want to do, no matter what. You have folks out here who don't even want to get the vaccine, but are walking around with a fake vaccinated card. Um. It's either you do your research and be okay with it, or you're just like, you know what? Like, I'm still not going to get it. And have no type of knowledge of it, but still act yeah. as if you do and just be completely ignorant to it. Yeah. But either way, it's just you, you're not going to get everyone on board with it, no matter what. No, no matter, matter what. what it is. No matter what. Especially, like, don't try to make it seem like it's his job. To be the one out there, right, giving out the information about the stuff, why mm-hmm. people should take it, why the people that's not taking it, while and whatever, whatever, it's like that's not on him. To try to make it seem like that's his responsibility yeah. is actually that's that's ignorant. For mm-hmm. one, for two, if you really think it's that deep, where you gotta be on there advocating for people to get it like that, whatever. And you have a platform like The View. Why don't you fucking do it then? Like you know what I'm saying? Every single day, you on you on TV instead of. You're on TV, and instead of you talking about getting people to take the vaccine like you're telling LeBron to do, you're telling LeBron he's wrong for not doing it. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. That's, that don't even make sense. Yeah. I, I I just... I don't know at this point, man. It's just... And I need for people to understand, too, no matter what, even if you do get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID. You can Folks still need catch to it, understand you can still that. spread it. Exactly. Right? It's not at the same rates, but it's not 100%. Yeah. So to be acting like people wilding, like I understand it lowers the effectiveness, it lowers the transmission rate. We we all understand all of that. You know what I'm saying? But to just be acting like it's somebody else's responsibility to just be out here telling people to do it. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. Let that man let, let that man worry about talk about to worry about and talk about what he wants to worry about and talk yeah. about. Yeah. So I definitely don't agree with the ladies over at the view with um their comments towards LeBron. Um and and because of his platform and his following, uh that um he's pretty much quote unquote placing harm on, on, on the folks out there or putting um this this negative uh this type of negative thought process towards it, like, nah, it, it, it's not even, it's not even like that. And again, see, like you said, they too have a platform and they can be talking about it every single day on there and encouraging folks to get it done. Hey, man. So moving on to the NFL, to the NFL, all right? NFL had its ups and downs over the weekend, as always on any given Sunday. So, um, you know, of course, what was trending over the weekend, aside from uh, the Steelers catching the ass whooping, which I already knew I had no faith for the Steelers <laughs> whatsoever, going into Green Bay, facing off against A-Rod. Uh, aside from that game, I think everyone really took from that game the smirk and head nod A-Rod and Mike Tomlin shared. During that game. 
which got everyone talking. Could Aaron Rodgers be a Pittsburgh Steeler next season? Would I like that? Of course I would. Hey. I feel like Aaron Rodgers would give us a better chance at going to a Super Bowl than Ben Roethlisberger. Hey, I sent you the video. Yeah. He gave Mike Tomlin a lot of praise. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? They, you, you, you seen what happened. They gave each other that 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 real nigga nod real yep. quick. Yeah. They seen each other. They that uh, organization, honestly, I can see. An organization like an organization like the Pittsburgh Steelers for somebody like Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. that would be a that would be a great move, especially in his latter years of his career. Now, you know, what right? I'm saying? He'll be he'll be protected under there. He'll have a good coach. He'll have a good system on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could I could see him getting another one if yeah. he went to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I would I would definitely love that move. I wouldn't even like it. I would love that move um, because and again, I know I know. I place a lot of blame on Ben, um, but I too also place a lot of blame on the offensive coordinator and our O line. Our O line is horrible, which is causing Ben to take a lot of hits, which right. is also causing Ben to throw unnecessary interceptions. But then again, that's just the norm for Ben. He's been doing this for years now in his career to where he forces passes and you throw an interception Uh, no matter what when he had a b there would be five guys covering antonio brown and guess what somehow ben was still trying to force that pass in there no one is going to get intercepted but i i think what i've i think what i'm at a point to where just sit him down. He's been getting banged up. If now they're saying that he's having, you know, hip problems. Um, I think at this point, let Ben sit. We're mm-hmm. not making the playoffs. So let Ben sit. Go ahead and, and play Dwayne Haskins. See what he can do. I brought him on for a year, a one-year contract. He's still young. See what he could do behind center in that offense. If y'all like what y'all see, could that could possibly be your future. So you won't even have to look for a quarterback in the in this year's draft. Or, yeah, yeah. or I mean, if you want to still go with Mason Rudolph, I guess. I mean, do that. But I, I just think it let let Ben Hill let him prepare for the offseason or if he's gonna retire. Cause he, you know how I feel about Ben and retiring. I don't think he got nothing left to prove. You know what I'm saying? He, he can easily he can easily retire today, and still be a Hall of Famer. You know, yeah. still be known as a great a great football player. You know what I'm saying? He can easily do that. Yeah, bro. It's not it's not as if he's gonna surpass Tom Brady. Yeah, nah, nah. Brady's or still Drew out here going numbers. Crazy. He's not going to do that nah. at all. So again, like you say, he has nothing left to prove at this point. He don't got a thing left to prove, man. He at be, all. He be all right. At all, man. Um, speaking of Tom Brady, as mentioned, um, Tom Brady is now the NFL's all-time passing leader, passing Drew Brees. Which we knew was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. Drew knew it was going to happen. Yep. And, of course, it happened against Tom Brady's former team, the New England Patriots, who they barely beat Sunday night. 
I don't think anybody expected that to be as close of a game as it was, 19 to 17. So it was a good game. A lot of emotions in that game, especially for Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, but he did become victorious. He came out on top, of course. And yeah, set an all-time record in a stadium that you played in for what 20 seasons? It was another, it was another home game for him. Right. We already know how that go. So you know, shout out to Tom Brady breaking that record. Um, another home game. Hell yeah. And then another record was broken. Uh, shout out to Russell Wilson, Seattle Seahawks quarterback, um, who became the quickest quarterback in NFL history to reach 100 wins. So shout out to you, Russ, out there doing a damn thing. Fly for me, black man. Go crazy. And then, of course, you know, the Justin Fields era has begun. So he got his first win over the weekend against division rival Detroit Lions. How how how'd you feel? Because this is this was his second start. Yeah. We all know how his first start went. It, it was not a good one. It was pretty ugly, so to say. Yeah. But he yeah. had a bounce back week. So 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 this is what I gotta this is what I gotta say about this. You know what I'm saying? This is what I gotta say about it. First of all, shout out to Justin Fields, you know what I'm saying, for going out there and getting it done. Because I don't know if you've seen a post-game, post-game press conference, but Coach Matt Nagy was not calling plays. He wasn't calling plays. So off the rip, you know I'm an advocate for fire Matt Nagy. Mm-hmm. Get him out of there. Because I think a part of the reason why he wasn't calling plays was because he doesn't know what to do with a player like Justin Fields. Yeah. It's so blatantly obvious that Justin Fields needs to be the starting quarterback for the Bears. And on top of that, it's the fact that we was playing against the Lions. Now, we beat them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Fields could have had a much better game, you yeah. know what I'm saying, if he was being coached the right way because he's a rookie. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it was against the Lions, and the Lions are not – they're not a good team. Yeah, they're a division team, so mm-hmm. we, we we praise that W, but they're not a good team. And he held it down. He had one interception, which wasn't his fault. It wasn't really his fault. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you see the type of stuff going on in the organization. And then they're talking about uh, Andy Dalton is going to be back from his injury soon, and he's still advocating for him being the starter, which is like, clearly, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. And we need to right. get somebody in there that knows what they're doing so that Justin Fields can develop because he's clearly the better quarterback there. Mm-hmm. Like, even like, and we still got Foles. I be forgetting we even still got Nick Foles. Damn, you know y'all do? Yeah. I thought y'all traded him. That's the QB3. Oh, wow. He's still there. He And Matt Nagy said it. He said, Andy is QB1, Fields is QB2, Foles is QB3. So it's like, <sighs> he don't know what he, he don't know what he's doing, man. And, you know, it, it, we 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 thought that this was like the ushering in of the Justin Fields era because we knows he deserves it. Mm-hmm. He's the better quarterback. Yeah. But our coach, they gotta they gotta get Nagy out of there, bro. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's so obvious. Like all of the analysts be bashing them all the time. They don't like him in Chicago. Yeah. I don't like him. I slap the <laughs> shit out of him. You know, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying, like Yo. I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? My man's got his W. Right. You know what I'm saying? His 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 window is very like his his ceiling is very high. Mm-hmm. So we just need to get him in there and get him in the motion. 
You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So, fire nagging. Sure. Fire nagging. Hell yeah, He's man. He's nagging. <laughs> Yo, getting him the hell up out of there. All right. So, moving on uh, to some entertainment. So, uh, it's been reported here that um, Robin Thicke uh, is under a lot of fire. Yeah, um, I ain't even... For sexual assault during a video shoot. Yeah, what's up with that? I did not even know about that. Never heard of it. So, this was um, very surprising, so to say, when it was reported. Um, damn. I... What's up with this Robin Thicke situation? Yeah, because, I mean, this this was back in 2013. When, when the video shoot took place, you know, and here we are in 2022. And was he, was he married? During, around that time, you know, that's a good question. I, let me look, let me look that up. Hold on. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, it's crazy. Emily Ratajkowski, however you pronounce her name. Ratajkowski. Radikowski, yeah, because she's a model. Clearly European. Yeah. Of the Euro- she's clearly European. Because uh, Rad- Ratatouille, what'd you say? Rad- Radikowski. Radikowski. Ratatouille. Anybody with a ski at the end of the last name, they definitely <laughs> German or something like that. <laughs> definitely European. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was married to Paula Patton from 05 to 2015. Okay. Yeah. So um they what said the that um got another partner from twenty fourteen too. Dude, well, I don't want to read that. Let me get back to the point. What's oh, going on? Shit. What's going on here? Okay. Anywho. Yeah, so you know he uh in the music video, um fondled on her bare breasts, got a couple fills. Robert Thick was just out here trying to get in the thick of things. Um, literally. Uh man. I mean, we'll get we'll we'll keep y'all was that, in the mix now, with. Was that a part of the video shoot? Probably wasn't part of the video shoot. Did he think it was a part of the video shoot? Did it you know what I'm saying? I don't even I feel like I feel like when they have these video shoots like that, I feel like it's like obvious if that's okay or not okay. So right. I can't even try to like act like that's giving him an excuse. Like, oh, I thought this was okay. Like, yeah. I feel like, you know, if, especially if a woman's up there showing off certain things, like, yeah, don't don't touch me. Like, I'm going to do this, but don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's 2013 and he was still married, even though it says he had another partner in 2015. They could have been separated, but bro, what the hell? Yeah. And he made a whole album begging to get his wife back. That's probably why she ain't budge. She ain't, she ain't bad an eyelash. When he made that album for it was a beautiful album too. She didn't bat an eyelash. Probably because of stuff like this. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, and and you know, she made this known in her memoir you got titled the, quote. the Body. Huh? You got the quote. Or you was about to pull it no, up. No, I was I was seeing if you I, I literally just seen it. I was just looking it up and scrolling and they okay. got a quote from the book. I know yeah, so too. so yeah, so um was in her forthcoming memoir and um in the quote she said she uh recalled the incident on set when Robin fondled her um suddenly out of nowhere I felt the coolness and foreignness uh 
of a stranger's hands cupping my bare breast from behind. I instinctively moved away, looking back at Robin Thicke. He smiled a goofy grin and stumbled backward, his eyes concealed behind his sunglasses. My head turned to the darkness mm-hmm. beyond the set. Um, the director, Diane Martell's voice crackled and she, as she yelled out to me, are you okay? <sighs> Damn. Damn. That's bad if that did take place. Um, you know, uh, you got to think something like that. Could definitely be very, very again traumatizing for women what they go through, uh, where some men feel like they can do whatever they want because of who they are, um, or because of what you're wearing, and in that heat of the moment, make them feel like it is okay for them to do so because of the outfit, or feel like whatever you're wearing or however you're looking, you're screaming for that attention with physical touch or whether it's something verbally said to you. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely keep you on the mix. If, if, you know, if more details arise from that, um, and if something will, will take place. It's um, even worse when you, when you look like, I don't know if the mixings out there remember the blurred Lines song. I remember the song. Mm-hmm. Pharrell produced the song. Yep. If you know the lyrics to that song, that makes this whole entire situation a thousand times worse. Okay. Good Lord. Pharrell says he feels embarrassed that the song, you know what I'm saying, ended up being what it was. <sighs> Damn. And if you well, if you had Pharrell saying he feels embarrassed. And he made the track. Right. Damn, man. So, yeah, we'll definitely keep you on the mix with that. Um, and that's just, right. That's just Tow-towski. a... That's a tough situation, man. Um, rather scout. Rather... Uh, Ratatouille? <laughs> Bro, ski? Ratatouille ski? <laughs> oh, man. Now, uh, what's crazy, because we'll, we'll, we'll touch on this, because, I, I again, we, I, I don't think folks today really understand the, the true meaning behind the word loyalty. Right? Oh, man. So, uh, Lil Fizz mm-hmm. apologized to Omarion um, during their Millennium Tour. Uh, I, again, we all know they were in a group together. They were bros. Of course, when it came out that Fizz was dating Omarion's um, ex, of course, that's when Fizz tried to downplay their friendship and say they weren't really cool like that. Bro, y'all was cool like that. You're not about to sit here and try yeah, to downplay come on, bro. Get the f- to, to make matters like, oh, okay, well, if they wasn't cool like that, they was just in the group together, then, yeah. Then it, and ain't no way in the world you're going to be in a group like that and you're not cool with somebody. That don't even make sense. Right. Even if you thought you wasn't, you was. You was. Right. Come, you come was, on, bro. fam. You was, bro. You was. We, 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 we not trying to hear any of that. Anyway, um, you know, we issued an apology. Now, whether Omarion accepts that apology, which he probably does, but just because you forgive doesn't mean you forget, right? Will they have that close bond again? Probably not. No. Seems as though Omarion is is in a peaceful, healthy lifestyle and is enjoying himself. And it's just kind of like, you know what? You did what you did. If you're happy with her, cool. He doesn't want 
you know, any problems of that toxicity that's going on between them two. So he's minding his business. They minding theirs. Won't apologize. Cool, man. But you just, just things where you just, you just don't, if you consider somebody your bro, like y'all have that bro friendship, you just don't date someone's ex. That's just out of the question. Which is so obviously out of the yeah. question. Like it, it's just crazy. It's with so me, obviously out of the question. Which like, leads me to a clip I want to play. Um now, now for me, I'm not sure if if like TV shows actually are taking part in realizing, like, you know what, we now need to add more spiciness to you know, to the shows to make it a little more interesting. Like, all right, we'll we'll have two friends and make one of the friends mess, you know, make one of the best friends date like someone's yeah, ex. Yeah, or yeah. somebody that they had a child with. Even if, right? even if that's the case, if money can make you do that, right. You need to be on the square games. Yeah. Now um Ryan Henry uh and Anthony Lindsay were best friends. Um, and I believe they're from um, the show The Black Ink Crew, right? Black Ink Crew, Chicago, to be specific. God damn it. Damn, Chicago, bro. It's like back-to-back weeks. I just can't catch a break, bro. From R. Kelly to this. It's cool. Get them, get all of them out of here. Get, <laughs> get all of them the fuck damn, out of Damn, man. So I'm going to play this little Send clip Send them to here. the Squid Games. Right. I'm going to play this little clip here. And... um. Yeah, it, this is just crazy to me. Put a gun on it. I probably would end up taking a bullet for you. I made you my son's godfather. If you betray me, how can I have my son to trust you? How can I take my son to betray me more than anything in life, man? I hurt more than just you. It wasn't a lot of you. Exactly. Exactly. So what I'm saying is, this was my bull of the most bull of an outlet to just sabotage now um Ryan Henry uh, is the one who was alleging that. Um, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Because these these two, all right. So, um, his ex best friend, yeah. I, my bad, bro. Could you just, could you imagine sitting down face to face with? Someone that you consider your best friend, and they slept with your ex girl or even your ex fiance, and they're also the godfather of your child. Let's just let's just uh, let me let me add in the fact that the reason why that's his ex best friend is because of the situation, right. You know what I'm saying? And the craziest part about it is that uh, the logic that Ryan tried to use to, like, I guess, separate it 
Like, oh, what me and her did had nothing to do with you, which is not even possible. They have a, they have a child together. You're that child's godfather. Mm-hmm. Even if they are not together, that's still off limits. Just, all, just out of like the general principle of respect that you're supposed to have for them. Even if she's down for that, because you can't control that, but that's still your man's. Right. You know what I'm saying? And to try to think that they can be separate just shows an extreme character flaw in Ryan Henry. In Ryan Henry. And that's like one of them red flags that any other friend or anybody else that's close to him would have to look at for him. He got mm-hmm. he need he need to look at his damn self for that. Like, why you even think that that's okay? Why you ever thought that was okay? Are you really just you know that full of yourself that you did you really want to do that that bad? You know what I'm saying? Where you was just like you know I could if I if I do it and think of it this way, then it won't affect me because I'm gonna act like I'm separating two between you know them two. And it's like it's no way to do that, bro. That's messed up. That's actually messed up. And yeah. his man sound hurt. I mean, I would be too. It's just like, yeah. damn, you, you, somebody I really consider my best friend. Yeah. For X amount of years. And then you go behind my back and you do this. You know, um, it's, man, it's some cold ass folks out here in this world, man. I tell you that. It's a cold world. I really hope it wasn't for TV. Right. Whether or not it was, if it was for TV, that's, even worse, mm-hmm. and if and if it wasn't, it's still just as bad. Cause like, come yeah. on, yeah, come on, bro. It's just like, god damn, like y'all, y'all really out here doing anything for a check. But then it's just like, if that, you know, if doing this anything is for real. some sex, bro. Like, come right. on. And this is the, this is the worst part about it too. It's Ryan Henry. You know what I'm saying? Like, even before, even before he was on Black the Black Ink Chicago joint, mm-hmm. Ryan Henry was like one of, if not, like, the most known tattoo artists in the city of Chicago. Okay. I knew about Ryan Henry long before that show even came out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's a whole bunch of women at one. Like you can have so many women. Why in the world are you trying to go after your, your best friend's baby mom? Even if she's, like, on that type of time with you. That's, like, come on, bro. I don't know what's up with her. But... Yeah. I... That couldn't be me, though. That could not be me, man. I'm not even going front. Um, but yeah, the word loyalty just—I—I I, I don't think folks. I don't think folks really, you know, know what that truly means. Yeah, he don't know. Um, the true he, definition he clearly, behind it. He clearly don't know. Yeah. Clearly. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, moving on. So, I think we're going to touch on this a little bit. During uh, during um, shop talk, but Lizzo was trending over the weekend. All right, but this time it wasn't for her weight. Right. It was actually because she was giving high praise for um for Chris Brown, saying that she's her that he's her favorite person in the world. Um, and more, and more so, of course, you know, when, when she said that a lot of folks weren't pleased with it, right? And we all know why, and we all know why they weren't pleased with it, all right? No matter what, anytime you mention Chris Brown and all of a sudden it, it, it goes back to what took place between him and Rihanna. 
years ago, years ago, when they were both young and in love, but just going through a whole lot that every couple goes through at one point. Not every couple, so to say, but couples go through things. And that was pro- that's one of them things that I'm sure both of them wish they can go back and handle differently. But I think too also it's a it's a discussion that a lot of folks shy away from because they don't really want to sit down and 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 have that discussion, which of course is domestic abuse, right? So of course that's why everyone was wasn't really feeling Lizzo on that, but we'll we'll, we'll touch on that for shot time. We, we, we can touch on. Oh, touch we can touch on that. Now? Yeah, yeah, cause, yeah, because. Uh, even that whole thing, like I had to look up why it was like trending because I seen the video before mm-hmm. before the topic switched to what it ended up switching to. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, first people was talking about it because they were seeing Chris Brown just looked like he was just like doing a lot, like he was real jittery. And, you know, right, people be like, oh, he high and some shit like that. They already be saying shit like that about Chris. Then some people were saying he looked uncomfortable, like he didn't really want to take the picture with Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Those were the first two things that I was seeing people say about it. Only to find out that people are like, oh, why would you call him your favorite person ever? And he put his hands on a woman before 12 years ago. And it's like, again, like, right. again, like, and the craziest part is that I know how it sounds. We know he's done things uh, reminiscent of that since then. Mm-hmm. He's had everything he does is, is public. We know about stuff that's happened between him and Rihanna. We know about stuff that's happened between him and Karuchi mm-hmm. or whatever. But now it's like anytime anything happens in any kind of way, it's almost, I, I think I mentioned something like this before where it's to the point where the people that's bashing him are putting themselves in a predicament where they're ending up being just as bad of the person as they're accusing him of being for having done what he did at the time. Yeah. Because it's like now... That shit was so long ago. I'm sure, like, you, you can't dwell on certain things forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he's tired of it. I'm sure he tries to make, uh, tries to be a better person from it. You know what I'm saying? Even though, like I said, we know about situations before where he's been in, where he's, like, you know, done the same thing. He's been open about that. You know what I'm saying? On top of that, to continue to use the Rihanna situation, she forgave him. Like, she played a part in it, too. Mm-hmm. Which is the thing that that you were saying that people overlook. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna overlook that forever, which is I guess that is what it is. But it's the fact that she not only did she forgive him, but they even got back together after that whole shit happened. Mm-hmm. They've made songs together. They could probably see each other on any rainy day, random rainy day, and speak, and it won't be a thing. You know what I'm saying? So to continue, you really bringing that back up because Lizzo wanted to take a picture with him and said he's her favorite person in the fucking world. Are you sick? This is another instance of the internet doing entirely too much for no good reason. Like, come on, bro. Let that shit go. Yeah, bro. I, I, God damn. I just think it's crazy because you have a lot of folks who tend to, excuse me, ignore, ignore um, men being physically abused by women right and I think that's a I think it becomes a discussion that some folks really don't want to have 
because it's just like, oh, well, you're a man. You should be able to take that just because yeah. we're stronger than men, right? I mean, excuse me, stronger than women. Um, and it, it's it's sort of like, okay, well, oh well, you're a man. You shouldn't have hit her back, regardless if she hit you, type of thing. And it's just like, no matter what, it's still a lose lose, and they're they're still going to completely ignore that fact, right? Yeah. And it, it and and not to take away anything from the both of them, right? Because you're in a situation to where I'm sure he was tired of it. Like, and we don't condone domestic abuse, any of that. We can don't condone any of it. But both parties were wrong, either way. But I just don't want people to always, every time you mention Chris Brown, to be like, oh, he did. Yeah. He did this to Rihanna. Man, and that'd be like, Rihanna did this to him as well. And she was actually the first one to do it. And she even admitted to it. So it's it's kind of like, what? why are we still on this? Why are y'all still bringing this up? Why does this still bother you that much that there are women out here who still rock with Chris Brown? Bro, why people, are you in general? It? Why are you bringing it up because Lizzo wanted to take a picture with him? That's the main thing for me. The fuck? Let them take a picture. Why, why are we even? Why is this even a thing to become a topic like this? Because she wanted to take a picture with Chris Brown. It's a thousand people. It's like, like I said, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that cancel culture stuff, they really be trying to end people's lives. Like They be like, you know, they be trying to wipe the planet clean of people that do bad stuff at any point in their life. Yeah. And I understand some mistakes are greater than others, but nobody on this planet is perfect. At all. You know what I'm saying? God damn. They they really they it's it's a it's a crazy world. It's a crazy world. It definitely is, but I but I think I think it's more so like it's one of them things where it it is just like, yo, if Rihanna moved past it. And she forgave him. Y'all need to do the same thing and move on from it. Come on, man. Like seriously, you you need to move on from it. Again, like I stated, I'm I'm sure that's something that he regrets and wishes he could take back. And I'm sure for Rihanna, I'm sure she wished she handled things a lot differently with him as well man. and didn't react the way she did. They both learned from it and moved on from it, like the rest of the world should do. Like, I, I don't get it. It's, it's like, oh, if anyone likes Chris Brown, then you're okay with men doing X. Like, yo, I just, I never, I never really understand it. And it's it's crazy because when, when you talk about double standards, first thing folks really like think about is, you know, well, well, well sex. That's probably like the first thing you think about when it comes to double standards with, with discussions like that. And it's just like, nah, it's more to it. It's a lot of double standards that that women feel like it's okay for them to do, but when men do it, it's an issue. And vice versa. Damn. But this is one of those things, domestic abuse is where there's a double standard. And there's folks who don't really want to hear it um, when it comes to some men out there who've actually been 
And then, yeah, on the other side of that. Right. Where they've been the one getting hands put on them and stuff. Yeah. It's, exactly. So it's you know when it, it's a cold world out here. It definitely it is. It definitely is because when you when you think about it or you're trying to defend yourself or anything of that nature, it's a tough situation. Prime example, um, quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Dwayne Haskins. Oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. in a recent situation like this with his now fiance. She put her hands on him. Now it wasn't reported that you know he did anything back to her or anything, but you, you didn't see a lot of women out there saying, Well, why did he, you know, why did she do that? You know, women need to keep their hands to themselves. It's more so, oh well, clearly he must have did something in order for her to, you know put her hands on him, right? Right, that was that was what they were saying, right? What, what, now, what, did, what did he do to her? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, and then yeah. if he would have put his hands on her, then it would have been, oh, he needs he'd to be out of the new league. Chris Brown. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, the new Ray Rice, all of that. Right, yeah. so it's just, it's crazy. It is really crazy, and we all know what happened with Bow Wow um, like two, two years two, ago, two, yeah, three years ago during yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, when he had the scratches on his face because he was in a physical altercation with his girl at the time. It was no sympathy for him. None. You know, everyone laughed at him. They laughed at him. And it's it's one of those things where it's just like... He would have retaliated. He's the worst person. Yeah. And I I can't really say, you know, folks would have been screaming cancel Bow Wow because I don't... Know it like what, or you can't. You still yeah. folks still yeah, listen nah. about Wow, not yeah, even to be been, funny, yeah. but it, it's one of those things where it's just like they will find a reason to be like, oh, cancel him. Men always protect black women, this that, and the other. Yeah. It's the like whole damn, everything would have been a whole lot different, man. Yeah, and the crazy thing about it is that all of this is being brought up again because Lizzo took a picture with Chris Brown. Just let that marinate. Mm-hmm. How many people have taken pictures with Chris Brown? Lizzo took a picture with Chris Brown. Called him my favorite person because she's a fan. And it's World War Three again. <sighs> Such is life. Man, folks, y'all truly have to let that go. Seriously. Let that shit go, man. For y'all to let it go, y'all need to do the same thing. But that's all we... Did you have anything else for entertainment? All right. That's all we have for entertainment. And now, you know, we're going to get into this Shop Talk discussion here. And again, shout out to our mixing for um, the the Shop Talk submission that we touched on a bit. But we got a nice little discussion for y'all. So I'm going to turn things over to Shot Town's finest, Carlton. Y'all know how I do that one thing, right? When I do, when I keep my ears to them streaks and I keep them clippers to them heads. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, it's <clears throat> a couple things that, you know, I want to touch on here first. The first one is more so of a, uh, a public service announcement. So, if y'all been paying attention to what's been going on in this country right now, it's been a lot of drugs that have been getting laced with fentanyl, right? So the public service announcement is that because I know that there are people out there that, you know, recreationally use drugs or whatever, be extremely careful in doing it. If you if you are one of those people 
They have um, certain kinds of kits that you can test your drugs to see if they're laced with anything, especially fentanyl, because people are out here dying from these drugs. And it's all kinds of stuff. They have weed laced with it. They have cocaine laced with it. They have Adderall laced with it. And the the crazy thing about Adderall is that, for one, you know, of course, um, if you are on certain drugs that you can get from a pharmacist or whatever, make sure you get them directly from your pharmacist, you know, with your prescriptions and all of that, um, because... It's not looking safe for a lot of the stuff. And, and I know, especially for like, you know, certain crowds, like college students and stuff like that, they take Adderalls to focus, you know, and they're trying to get that paper done or study for something like that. And they don't always get them from like a pharmacist. Mm. And this stuff is out here laced. It's looking like an episode of uh, Raising Canaan. But, yeah. on, but still, you know, the public service announcement is out there. I also want to say that um, I personally think that there's something bigger going on with the fact that all of these random drugs, not random, but all of these uh, drugs that people are using are getting laced with something as strong as fentanyl. Like, if you ask me, I think the same people that's letting these drugs get into the country, which is usually the government, are the same ones lacing them with fentanyl. Mm. Because one of two things. For one, if you want people to stop abusing drugs, one of the easiest ways you can do that is through the scare tactics of, hey, if you use this drug, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. That's very easy. You know what I'm saying? But then also it's like if you're trying to control whatever it is that you're trying to control within the, the drug game, that's a very easy way to control how much is being sold, how much is being used, all of that stuff like that. But may, most importantly, I just want the people out there to be careful because... um. It's not even looking like it's just certain drugs that they lacing with it. It's all kind of stuff. Like I said, the, the three that I've known so far is like they they laced uh, they laced cocaine with it. I've heard of weed being laced with it and Adderall. So it's not even just like the normal, I guess, recreational drug that we know people yeah. using, but it's other stuff. And I can only I can only imagine that it's probably gonna spread to other drugs too. So you know. Please, my people out there, be careful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't trust none of this stuff without testing it for yourself if you're going to be getting down like that. Because what's more important than your high is your life. That's a whole fact. Now, you know what I'm saying? With that being said, we got to get into it. So, I want to say, what was this last year? It was last year. Probably about a year and like three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. We remember the whole situation happened with uh, No Name mm-hmm. and J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? Now, for the people out there that don't know who No Name is, she makes music, but she's also, she has a book club. She started a book club. You know what I'm saying? And her origin story of why she did this was that there are certain things that people need to be educated on that people aren't always educated on. That they, And she was one of the people, too, that she took full accountability and acknowledgement for not being as knowledgeable about certain things. So she created a book club. And um, recently, after she created the book club, I think it's in LA. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are There are people who are, I guess, bashing her. She opened up a library. And there are people that are bashing her for opening up a library. They're saying that she gentrified. They say she played a part in gentrification in opening up this library. Now, the reason why I got to bring this up is because this has to be a discussion because, for one, P. 
people don't know what gentrification is. If you think opening a library anywhere is gentrification, you don't know what gentrification is. You can stand to go into that library and learn a thing or two. Mm-hmm. But then for two, wasn't we just talking about how quickly and easily the internet makes subjects out of nothing and how quickly and easily they turn on people? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And honestly, to me, you know what I'm saying, it kind of seems like whenever there's people that's trying to do some kind of good or something like that, mm-hmm. and they try to find a way to make it seem like it's bad just to try to like, you know, just stir some controversy or some shit like that up. Yep. Plus, I feel like there were a lot of people that was vengeful about, you know, some of the stuff that she's doing. She's a great community advocate, you know what I'm saying? And people get mad at certain stuff. Even even the people that might have still been upset with her about the shit that happened with J. Cole last year. Because if we were, if y'all recall last year, exactly one week after the shit happened between her and J. Cole, the fans turned on her again because of a comment she made about Angela Davis and Beyonce. Yep. So, I mean, you know, before we dig too, you got anything to, you know, add, add to that right there for the gentrifiers out there, whatever they fucking think that means? How do you get upset with someone for opening up a library so you can stay educated and very knowledgeable on things that you might not know about? But you really, and this is why she probably did that. Yeah. Because, like you said, there are folks out here who don't really know what gentrification is. They they really don't. Because for you to say opening a library is gentrifying the community, it's not, you're, it's, you're the problem. This is why she opened the library for you. So you can go in and get a book. You might need a dictionary. To really look it up, to understand the true definition of gentrification, you might need to go to a historic neighborhood that was full of black folks and that got moved out and then they gentrified it and made it for the white folks. All right. Prime example, actually, um, South Side neighborhood that you mentioned at the beginning of the show. Um, oh yeah, Cabrini Green. Yeah, Cabrini Green. Yeah, they. It was literally the projects, literally the CHA Chicago Housing Apartments. They tore them down, mm-hmm. and when they tore them down, and it was nothing else on the land. I remember driving by. I was on my way downtown. It was my senior year in Chicago. I was on my way downtown Chicago. They had like a conference that the University of Illinois was having. And certain people got like picked to go down there. They was like offering. They offered me like some scholarships to go to one of the University of Illinois schools. And I was driving down there, and I remember passing up a sign mm-hmm. that said, coming soon, such and such condos, starting at $990,000. They literally tore the projects down and built million-dollar condos. That's gentrification. For the people out there that needed even more, I guess, detailed example or definition of what gentrification is, gentrification is when you take the... Um, you take like I guess what would be seen as affordable housing, you mm-hmm. know, which would be low income areas, and you take those areas and you get people to buy them, to buy like the the buildings and the property and stuff in those areas, and then you they remake things and they put things into the community that will pretty much uh, force the people in the community out of based off of how much it costs. So it's like okay, this house right here, 
I can buy it for $5,000. I'm going to buy it, I'm going to renovate it, and I'm going to sell it for $300,000. Knowing nobody in the area that lives over there because of the median house, household income can afford it, they're mm-hmm. going to end up all being moved out and phased out at some point. Yep. Therefore, you gentrify it. So no name creating this library. Library. It's not a bookstore. It's not a bookstore. It's a library. So everything in there is free. You know what I'm saying? And they're talking about she gentrified it. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, it just literally, I can't even, I can't even put in words how much it doesn't make any sense. But I also want to use this topic to just point out how every time somebody tries to do something good in, mm-hmm. like, the right areas and stuff like that, they try to force some kind of way to be speaking negative about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is, like, the counter the counterproductivity that we don't need. Literally, you brought a library to the hood. And the craziest part about it is part of gentrification is in order for like the system to work and they get these areas where they where they lower like the the uh, the, the value of the area they take away things like libraries you know what I'm saying they take away things like healthy food stores and food choices and stuff and we know how this goes they enter all of the fast food spots they enter all of the uh liquor stores and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then once they do that and they can lower the value enough then they start to move all the stuff out. Now you see here comes Starbucks, here comes Barnes and Nobles, here comes, you know what I'm saying, the other Whole Foods that they know they can't afford the stuff. And then right. next thing you know, the houses are gone and they 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 being priced for like 500% more than whatever they was worth originally. You know the mm-hmm. people in the area can't afford it. That's gentrification. But to take away the regular stuff that people need that should be free anyway to as a means to gentrify it. and then for her to be one it's like I found a way that I can reverse that and add a library to an area that it can use one and people calling that gentrification it shows an extreme disconnect out here on what the fuck really is going on people don't yeah. know what they're talking about yeah that's <laughs> yo it's like all you can really do is just it's like you can sit back and laugh but then it's just like damn Y'all really find anything to be upset about? Like, yeah. What, what yeah. would y'all rather have? Yeah. That's what uh, I'm saying. A strip man. club, another liquor store. Like, what is it? It's the it's the fact that it's you see a lot of the negativity coming from so many different ways, mm-hmm. and they're trying to act like she's doing something wrong. Like, you have some people looking at it like. Um, I guess they they're not looking at it like it created like I guess a new job or like something that's gonna help somebody be healthier with their life or some shit like that, even though libraries are just as necessary as that stuff. And I think that's why they're trying to force that to be a bad thing. Yeah. Plus we know there's certain people that don't wanna see the libraries get put up in the hood anyway. And they're adding fuel to that fire just as well. You know what I'm saying? So it just sucks when you see it coming from our own people mm-hmm. and then it just sucks that you can clearly see how she's doing nothing wrong, but people are trying to force it to be something wrong. Which, if we looking at it, if certain people looked at that a certain way, it can discourage people from doing like, yeah, like what she's doing. So it's like, come on, man. Yo, but what's what's so crazy to me is that, like you said, like you had mentioned, the library, it's free. It's, it's education, right? One of the main things that we know that our people need is education. Not only just not only education, but free education. Free education. It's a library. Like, I guess people don't understand how much books cost. 
And for those that are upset, those are the main ones who probably had, haven't picked up a book and God knows how long. Um, but for them to be upset with that, at that, I think that's really the crazy part to me is that they're, they're really upset at the fact that this black woman opened up a library. See what I'm saying? A library. And the crazy, the craziest part about something this, something different. Because how yeah. many folks you know that's opening up a library? You don't know many people opening up libraries. And then the craziest part about this too is that the conversation gets deeper because, for one, like I said, it's, it's some people that's upset with her for opening the library because they're used to people trying to, they're used to people, they're used to hearing that people should go into the hood and open up things that's like suitable for survival, mm-hmm. like for the sake of open or like go build more affordable houses. Let's go build something that can create some jobs or something like that too. And then if they neglect, they're like profitable. I'm about to get into that in a second too. They neglect the things that's like just as important, like I said, is education. Mm-hmm. And the thing about trying to create stuff that's profitable that can just be suitable for survival is that that's a means to capitalism. Yep. And the craziest part about capitalism is that the main reason why she opened up this library is because she was saying that um, her mom opened up a bookstore back in like 1990. You know what I'm saying? That's, I was born in 1990. She opened up a bookstore and she ended up having to sell like all of the books in the store and then ended up having to sell the bookstore because of capitalism, because she needed money to survive. So because of that, that's another means of capitalism where you think you got something in the hood that can help because it's educational, but you got to buy the books. And then the people might not be able to afford to buy the books and then you can't create a living off of that. So now you got to sell it and now you don't have a bookstore. So now she was just like, you know, that was one of the things that motivated her to do this because she wanted to make sure it was free. And she has the means to make sure that it's free. So not only is it like sentimental to her to, you know, following her mother's footsteps, Mm -hmm. but also it's helping out the community because it's free. And then also the other main thing, too, is that not everybody, not everything is for everybody. Like I said, she started a book club that expanded into her being in a position where she can open up a library. Mm-hmm. She's not a cook. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't, she's not an architect or an engineer or something like that where she can build houses and shit like that. Yeah. So that's not even in her that's not even in her field. That's not her forte. So to even expect something like that from her, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> right. Like literally she opened up a bookstore and now she's just opened up a she had a she had a book club and now she opened up a library. That's directly mm-hmm. that's in direct alignment with what she's already good at. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If it's somebody else that can you know, do all of the stuff like create more affordable housing for the let that let them do that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To be expecting that for her, especially to make it seem like she's a bad person or she did something wrong by not doing that, even though she yeah. in the same breath as her doing something good, like creating a library, it just doesn't make sense. And it's something different. You so yeah, used like, to seeing like um, you know, the usual uh like clothing line brands, um, or um, black owned, uh, on like different entrepreneurial, uh, black owned anything. Yeah. You, you rarely hear about a, a black owned library because that's it, it's black owned, you know. She built that, she created that, that's hers, like that's her pride and joy, and it's different. And yeah, for them to be upset with it. And it's like, 
she's staying in her lane and there's probably so much more that she can do, you know? Um, but her staying in her lane, like you mentioned, is like, damn, are y'all still not pleased? You see what I'm saying? And and the this is the other biggest thing too that I wanna that I wanna mention. Because exactly how I was just saying she's doing something that's in direct alignment with what she's already good at doing. Mm-hmm. The people that are criticizing her for not, I guess, doing like the materialistic stuff, like we just say creating jobs or like building houses and shit like that. Yeah. For one, it's like they're expecting her to do everything. It's like, we want you to educate, we want you to build, create jobs, we want you to create housing, we want you to do all of that. It's only so much a person can do. But more importantly is that there are other organizations and other people that are doing the exact things that people are complaining about her not doing. So it's like, for one, instead of complaining to her about not doing this, how about you get in contact with the people that are doing it and help them out the same way that... that the same way that her having this library, because like you said, it's so different that we don't know anybody else that created a library. So I can already, I can probably guarantee that there's not that many other libraries. It's, it's going to need donations and stuff like that. She doesn't yeah. even asking for a lot. You know how many books people get just, you know what I'm saying? From it's People throw away books and all kinds of shit all the time. You can donate books. You can donate money to her so that she can keep the library going. But to expect her to be the one doing all of the other stuff too, when there's already people out there doing it, is for one, telling her to step on the toes of the people that's already good at doing those things and they're already doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's to also put, it's to be like one of those obtuse-ass people. Like we was just saying, like, you know, you're creating a problem out of nothing for no reason. <laughs> Literally, exactly. like yeah. there's people doing it. Talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing it. Don't talk to the person that's doing something else because they're not doing that. That's fucking stupid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. And then, because then it undermines everything she is doing mm-hmm. and it undermines the other people that are doing the thing that you're complaining about her not doing. Right. Like, come on, it's man. It's kind of just like when, um, who was it? Uh, DK Metcalf, NFL wide receiver who yeah. ran the 100 meter. Yeah, yeah. And everybody had, you know, he received some high praise, but then you had everybody else kind of like, oh, it, it, looking at it as a, a, a disrespect to those that actually do this for a living. You know, so... You, you you can't always please everyone, no matter what you do in this world. You cannot always please everyone. Uh, people always look for a reason to not be happy with your success. Of course. Of and course. these are also the same people that aren't really doing anything. Well, I have of the course. most to say. They're sitting on Twitter. But not doing anything about it. They're sitting on Twitter. They sitting on Twitter talking shit about it. They're right. not doing anything. And the craziest part too is that the library is it's like a the the it serves as two things. Because remember I said she has the book club. And the book club, they like it's 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 mad people in the book club. It's like one of those online joints. So there's so many people in the book club that they send out like they get they get and ship out like a thousand books a month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you, for the people out there that know about operating a business that has like supplies or you have a product or something like that, you need a space to store it. So originally the spot that she had was, it's a, had, the spot that she has is serving as a space for her to store the books that they use for the book club. 
to, mm. to send it out. You know what I'm saying? Whenever they get the books, the books come there, then they send it out to the people in the club or whatever. That's what it was originally used for, but it's so much more space in there. She's like, we got to find some other way we can use it. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, well, what other better way than to use a spot that I'm storing books than to be a library? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's actually genius when you think about it. And people are really mad because it's not profitable in a certain kind of way or something like, like it's, I don't know, it's when it, like I just said, it's other people doing the other things that mm-hmm. people are complaining about her not doing. Yeah. And nobody's even acknowledging them. I guess they want celebs, they want celebrities to do everything. Like if you're in the, if you're in the limelight, you got to do everything. Because the people that's doing the things that they complaining about her not doing, they're not celebrities. So yeah. they're just getting overlooked which is like the stupidest thing in the world. It's no way in the world you're saying that you actually contributing to the community or you're trying to look out for the betterment of the community without acknowledging those people that are not famous that are trying to help out the community. Like, come on, man. And there's a lot of folks out here who are not famous that do a lot for their community. Yeah, of course. Those are the main ones doing it. No name yep. is one person. The, the, first of all, the bookstore is in LA. No name not even from there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, come on, man. And, and even, if, even if she did... You know what I'm saying? Go back and do stuff like where she's from. It's like they were just complaining about her doing it there. They're like, mm-hmm. well, we need help over here. We need this. We need that. Whatever, whatever. Like, she's from she's from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I think I mentioned that on a previous episode when we was talking about all of this stuff. But you know what I'm saying? It's people doing stuff like this in Chicago. I personally know them. And they're not famous. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people in the areas that's affected by it. And they know them because, yeah. you know what I'm saying, it's, it, they would be remiss not to. It's people that got kids. It's like, I know so many people that's doing so much stuff to help out the community in so many different ways and the people in those communities know. You know what I'm saying? It's not about them being famous. It actually doesn't matter if they're famous or not because mm-hmm. they just need somebody to do the stuff. You know what I'm saying? So she's doing it and people are mad because she's famous and she's not doing more or doing something that I don't know, man. People are never satisfied. Like I said, again, this seems to be a recurrent theme on today's mm-hmm. episode where people are just finding things to complain about for no reason just to have something to complain about. You're creating a problem. Somebody created a solution and you created a problem out of their solution. Right. And the solution to the the, the, the solution to the problem that you just created is already there. So what we won't do, you know what I'm saying, today is we won't let idiocy win. And for all of my people out there, we're going to continue to keep our ears to these streets while I keep them clippers to them heads. Man. Shout out to that Shop Talk discussion there, and see? And shout out to No Name, too, man. Yeah. Shot Town's finest. Hell yeah, man. So we appreciate that. Now moving on to what grinds Jules Gears, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if y'all have any gear grinders. Please feel free at any point to chime in and share those gear grinders. So I'm going to start out with, again, somehow, some way, I always find something to to take note of, and be upset with when it comes to these Baltimore drivers here. The things that grinds my gears about Baltimore drivers is the fact that they will literally ride your ass in one lane. When there are two other lanes that are open and will not go over in them. They will just ride your ass the entire time. And it's like, yo, do you not see another lane open over there? Mm -hmm. Why do you want to just ride on my ass the entire time? Why? 
I, I truly don't get it. I truly don't understand it. I don't know what it is, but it's very, very frustrating because in this one lane, y'all are now creating unnecessary quote unquote traffic when there is more space, more space and opportunity for you to go into a whole nother lane, drive as fast as you please, get to where you need to get to instead of riding on my ass. You driving behind me is not going to get you to your destination any faster. It's, it's literally not going to do anything. <laughs> At anything. all. But could possibly cause an accident if I slam on my brakes. Yeah. You're just using it as a way to make yourself even more mad. Right. Which is very, very stupid. I, Man, oh man. I, true, I truly just don't get folks. I really, really don't get folks. At all. Another gear grinder of mine, ladies and gentlemen. So y'all know I, I went back. I went back to the to the part time gear. Y'all go. know. Here we go. Y'all know. I peeps things all the time. So what grinds my gears is the fact that when you tell these customers the specific sizes that you have and certain sneakers that they're asking about they will still find a way to ask you if they have their size when we told them we don't have their size. If you're a size 10 and I'm telling you sizes that we have are seven and a half and a 12, why are you asking me so y'all don't have a 10 and a half or an 11? That's when you I'm going to tell you this yourself. again. Right. All we have is a seven and a half and a 12. Oh, okay, okay. So y'all don't have like a nine and a half? All right. So at this point, uh, you're 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 really grinding my gears because I, one thing I, I hate to repeat myself because I feel as though you're not really fully paying attention to me. Like, I feel like you understand what's, what I'm saying, but you're just not trying to pay attention to it at all. They be thinking, they be thinking niggas is lying. Like maybe you didn't hear what I said. No, I heard what you said. Maybe you didn't hear what I said, because I didn't say none of the numbers you said. I didn't say those numbers. Like I I don't get it. So yeah, yeah that they want you to they want you to do magic and just make their sizes appear. Bro, I just That's I, what they need you to do. I don't get it. That's I truly, do. truly don't get it. It's all good. And then another gear grinder of mine that I have when it comes to this, please, please, listen, when y'all come into these sneakers, store, I, I don't care about your sneaker store experience with trying to cop a certain pair of sneakers. Please don't ask me where I got my sneakers from either, because I'm going to be a dickhead and respond the store. The store that you're in. Like, Here. I'm not even going, I'm not even going to tell you where I got it from. I'm just going to say the store. Like, where, where, where else am I going to get it? You see them on my feet. So you know that they were uh, an exclusive drop. So you're, it's not like you're going to see them in the store because they came out X amount of months ago. So guess where you're going to end up having to find them? On GOAT or StockX. Or at one of these stores that, you know, sell sneakers for, you know, an arm and a leg. But why even go, like, why even ask me that? That's probably one of my biggest gear grinders. Like, I don't care if you missed out and damn, man, you know, and then you try to like whisper and be like, man, so what y'all do 
Yeah, man, I, I'll slide you X amount of money. Like you have folks that don't really be like, man, I'll slide you an extra twenty if you. What am I doing to twenty dollars, bro? To try to put with a twenty a pair of sneakers that of your size on hold. Why would I risk my job for your twenty dollars? Why? Come on, man, for twenty dollars. I need I I need y'all to really 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 do better out here. Seriously, those are my gear grinders. I got a I got a uh, I got a gear grinder real quick. Okay. Because just because I'm trying to make sense of this, mm-hmm. it's actually grinding my gears that I can't make sense of this because <laughs> I don't get it. So y'all remember how we spoke about the the uh, Facebook and IG outage that happened? Yeah. So for some reason, that six-hour Facebook IG outage, it led to like stunning increases in vaccinations. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know why. I don't. Know, I don't know. For some reason, people was just like, "Oh shit." Facebook and IG down. Let me just go get vaccinated. I don't know. I don't know how that. Like I don't know. How did that even? How is that even possible, bro? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what it was about that, about IG and Facebook being down that made people say, "Let me go get vaccinated." But it was something about that that made people go get vaccinated. And I'm just trying to understand what happened. I don't know. Hell no. Nah, that's that's insane. That's truly insane. I don't know. I think it, I think it has something to do with the people being like. Some people are saying like you know, a lot of this a lot of this information a lot of people's quote unquote research was from these from these uh, platforms. So now that they were gone, but it was only for six hours. Imagine fighting people online for months, being anti-vax, and then. As soon as Facebook IG go down, you go get vaccinated right then. And then they come back six hours later and you're like, oh shit. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I hey, just, I'm just trying to understand it's people, it's people that grind my gears, because I don't understand that. Nah, seriously. That ladies, do y'all have any gear grinder? None. I got one more too for uh Joe Biden, because Joe Biden's grinding. <laughs> Joe Biden's grinding my gears at this point too. Because um, at this point, they have deported, his administration has deported at least 5,400 Haitian asylum seekers because we're calling them asylum seekers because we know that they were seeking asylum because of what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Using uh, Title 42 just in the last 11 days. And the the media also grinds my gears because haven't heard a thing about it from the media. So, yeah. You're not, and you're not going to. Stuff like that, you're not going to hear about that. You're not going to hear about the United States violating international law. But, you know, you're going to hear about me talking about how the United States grinds my gears. United States of embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man. Divided states of embarrassment. <laughs> Seriously. It's all good, man. That shit is crazy, man. Yo, listen, man. That's all we have for these gear grinders, as well as episode 73. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's your big dog, K6, Shottown's finest, Carlton, your dick. Eyes behind the scenes, so effing classy, holding things down. The countdown to 3030 begins.
of course, your girl Asha Angles. Yeah, say, oh, you thought I was going to come for you this time. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here.